One, one, two. Coming on there now. Matthew, Gospel, Chapter 3. Amen. Before I get started in there tonight, I want to I wanna back up a little bit. And, uh, and I've, I've touched on this several times throughout these meetings. And, uh, you know, and, and there was 400 silent years. Amen. From Malachi... Uh, until John the Baptist comes on the scene. And I've said this countless times too, which me simply means there was no prophetic voice. There was no voice of God speaking prophetically for 400 years. And then John the Baptist comes on the scene. But just before John comes on the scene, there's all kind of strange events that's going on. Amen. How many know that... Uh, that an angel shows up out of nowhere and begins to speak to a young lady named Mary. Amen. And uh, who is a spouse to a young man named Joseph. And uh, the, the, the angel of the Lord spoke to her and said that she was going to conceive and bear a son. Gave, gave her the name. His name will be Emmanuel. Amen. God with us. Hallelujah. Amen. And how many know this is beginning to fulfill uh, count thousands of years of prophecies? Actually, a prophecy that goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Whenever Adam uh, fell, Adam and Eve sinned and fell, and, and plunged the whole earth, uh, the whole human race, uh, under sin. And, you know, it's important to deal with this. Because we have a world, we have a human race that's struggling with something that they don't even understand what they're struggling with, church. Amen. Amen. Have you ever looked in the mirror and wondered why you were so messed up? Has anybody ever done that? Have you ever wondered why you do some of the things that you do? Amen. That's why I told that lady that met me at the church door that night, and I was the pastor of the church, and she said, and I don't mind telling these stories, amen, because how many know we're all sinners in need of a Savior tonight? Amen. We might as well get over it and just let the whole world know we need Jesus. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. But she told me, she said, Scott Means, I can tell you what your problem is, and I just looked at her. And I said, well, you know what? Amen. You ought to know what I know on me. And I said, I could tell you some stories that would curl your hair. I said, I've even come up with some stuff that I surprised God with some of the stuff I came up with. Amen. And boy, she just got a smirk on her face. I mean, no, I just busted her balloon. Amen. Because I, I was able to tear somebody down before she could. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. How I many know, oh, bless God, God was searching the earth. He was scanning the earth looking for a man, but the Word of God says he found none. Amen. How many know there was none righteous? No, not one. Amen. So how many know we just, we just need to come down off our high horse, bless God, and come and get a reality check here tonight. Amen. I don't care how many churches you pastored. Amen. I don't care how many souls you've seen, seen say. I don't care how great you are. Amen. In the church of your day, bless God. Amen. How many know, bless God, there was a day when you needed Jesus, and, that, and whether you realize it or not, you still do. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah.
Glory to God. Amen. And you know, I'm, what, Scott, why are you saying all these things? Well, because we've got a world that thinks they're junk. Amen. Amen. We've got a world that thinks Jesus doesn't want them. Amen. Because. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm good. Amen. Amen. But we've got a world that has got the impression, you know, how many times have you heard somebody say, well, I'd go to church, but the roof would fall in on me. Amen. You know, people shouldn't feel that way, church. Amen. Did Jesus make people feel that way? No. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to talk about the story tonight, and we're going to try to get it right, amen, with the Lord's help here. Amen. And uh, because I want people to know that the King of kings and the Lord of lords, amen, the God, the Son of God that said lights be and the whole universe lit up. He created everything that is. Amen. Even created Adam in the beginning, bless God. And that Jesus loves you. Amen. And he wants you to be saved. He wants you to be blessed. Amen. He wants you to know him. Can I get an amen? He wants to, he wants to touch your life in ways that you never dreamed. Amen. You may look in the mirror and not like what you see. But how many know Jesus is the one that can change that image that you see in the mirror and he can make you a brand new creation. He can turn your life around, bless God. Amen. When you get tired of losing, Jesus is the one, bless God, amen, that can turn your life around and you'll start winning. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah, Scott, I've made every mistake there is. Well, you know what? That's why we need Jesus, because Jesus gives us the answers, amen, before we make decisions and help us to make right decisions. And how many know through that, he will turn our life around? Glory to God. That's the Jesus I serve tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But whenever... Uh, man sinned God spoke to the serpent because the serpent tempted Eve and Eve brought the brought the fruit to Adam whatever it was amen I tell my wife Debbie all the time you know we wouldn't be going through this if she hadn't bit that apple <laughs> I mean, Adam blamed Eve Eve blamed the snake everybody was blaming somebody it sounds like today doesn't it we're living in a no-fault generation it ain't nobody's fault <laughs> But how many know the Word of God says we're all guilty? Amen. And so we all need a Savior. Amen. But how many aren't you glad tonight that God had a plan? Amen. And so God spoke to the serpent, and he said, The serpent used to have legs. Did you know that? He walked around on his legs, but God cursed the serpent, and he said, Since you have done this thing, you will crawl on your belly, amen, from now on, and you will eat the dust of the earth, amen. And he said, You will bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. Amen. Brother Scott, what is that? That's the prophecy, amen. How many know that was a prophecy that God was speaking of? He would send his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. Amen. Bless God. And you know what the cross did to Jesus? It was just like bruising his heel. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many know Jesus went to the cross to die for the human race and pay the sin debt, amen, that the human race owed because of the fall? Amen. But bless God, how many know that day on that cross, he crushed Satan's head? Can I get an amen? 
Hallelujah. How many know Jesus undid everything that hell brought upon the human earth, human race, bless God. And tonight, because he lives, honey, we can live also. Amen. And we don't have to live under the, under the poverty level of spirituality. How many know Jesus gave us abundant life? Abundant life. Life and life more abundant. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But for thousands of years, it seemed like the prophecies and the promises of God were not going to come to pass, Wally. Amen. How many know the Jewish people that God gave, amen, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, gave them a promise, amen, and, and the, we call them in the world predictions, but the Word of God calls them prophecies. It is a Word of God that came to certain individuals, a promise of God that came to certain people, if you will. Amen. And how many know God had promised them that he would send the, the anointed one, the Christ, the Messiah? And from generation to generation, they kept looking for this promise to be fulfilled. Amen. They kept looking for this promise and kept waiting for this promise. Glory to God. And man, I was just thinking today about the day when Jesus walked in the temple. There was a chair in the temple that was reserved for that very one. Bless God. Amen. And Jesus walked in and sat down in that chair and he opened up the word of Isaiah, that great prophet. Amen. Glory to God. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to preach. Amen. The gospel, glory to God, the good news, hallelujah, the recovering of sight to the blind, glory to God. And you know what? He rolled up the scroll and he looked at them and they were all fastened their eyes upon him and he said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. How many know the promise, bless God, had arrived that day? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But I want to back up a little bit. I'm getting ahead of myself. This stuff's so good, it's hard not to, amen, <laughs> to get ahead of yourself. Amen. But how many know, bless God, all of a sudden there's 400 silent years and it's almost as if they had given up on the promise of God. When is the Messiah, when is this ever going to come to pass? Did we, mis, did we misunderstand God? Did we hear God right? Have you ever felt that? Have you ever wondered if you really heard God right? Did you really hear God? Because how many know God speaks to his people today? Amen. If we'll let him, if we'll, if, amen. Look at somebody say, you've got to turn your hearing aids on. <laughs> Amen. Somebody hold up a Bible. There's your hearing aid. Amen. Faith comes to hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Bless God. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know all of this time they had been looking? So all of a sudden, 400 years go by. Silent years, and God's not saying anything. Boy, that would have been tough, wouldn't it? But that kind of reminds me of today. Amen. Where has the preaching of the gospel gone? I know we have, you know, the, the, the churches and ministers, and there, there is a remnant. There are some great pastors. You know, there are some great churches around this world, amen, and in our communities. Glory to God. But how many would agree with me we are not getting the job done? Amen. We've got it, but how many want everybody else to get it? How many want to figure out how we can get this outside the walls of this building, bless God? How many like to see a book of Acts happen in our day? Amen. My pastor used to say it was the book of action. It's when the church went into action, can I get it? I believe it's about time for that to happen again. Glory to God. Amen. And how many know God will do that? Hallelujah. Amen. But there's 400 silent years. It just seems like it's never. Then all of a sudden, the angel comes to Mary and tells Mary that she's going to have God's child. 
Now, there's a purpose in it. People wonder about the virgin. We talk about the virgin birth. You know, that's a nice thing, you know, but we don't understand it. Amen. We, we don't have the idea, amen, bless God. But let me tell you what happened. The seed of sin was passed down through Adam, not Eve, through Adam. Amen. And so from generation to generation, the sin nature, this old thing that's inside of every one of us that causes us to look in the mirror and say, I hate you. Amen. Have you ever said stuff you wish you didn't say? Have you ever went places you wish you hadn't went? Done things you wish you hadn't done? Boy, y'all, I can awful. Amen. Look at all these halos tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I the only one that the person ever came up to and said, let me tell you about all the stuff that I, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Aren't you glad, bless God, that God, amen, the, the things that we have done in secret, amen, God just cast it into his seeds of forgetfulness never to be remembered against us again. I like that, amen. Hallelujah. I like it. That's good stuff right there. Amen. Because, man, some of the stupidity that I was involved in, that I allowed, the places I went, I shouldn't have went, things I did, I shouldn't have done, things I said, I should. Amen. God has wiped it out of his memory. It's under the blood tonight. Glory to God. And I'm the only one that Satan that rem But Satan sometimes will remind me of it. But all you got to do is say, Satan, it's under the blood. Can I get an amen? Amen. Old things, that's what it's talking about. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Aren't you God glad one day God gave you a brand new start? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Because, uh, see, people don't understand what salvation is. Amen. It's the grace of God. It's the goodness of God. Amen. Giving you a brand new beginning. Hallelujah. We always say we'd like to have that. Well, Jesus gives it to you. Amen, glory to God. And as simple as this, you say, Lord, forgive me a sinner. Amen, and Jesus forgives you. Takes all of your sins and casts them into his seeds of forgetfulness. God does not remember your sin. Amen, sometimes we'll come back up and we'll start praying, oh God, I wish you'd, you know, just forgive me of that. And the Lord's going, what? What are you talking about? You? Because see, you've done asked him to forgive you. He's done cast it into his seeds of forgetfulness. God don't even remember. He's wondering what you're talking about. Amen, and sometimes we just keep bringing that back up. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just glad, church, there are people like Legion in the Bible. There are some bad people in this Bible. Amen. I'll, I'm so thankful God didn't sugarcoat it. Amen. God, he, it, this Bible is real. Amen. God didn't make anybody pretty. He just tells it like it is. You know why he did that? Because these people in the Bible that messed up, amen, are an example to you and me. And these messed up people that God turned around are just like you and me. Amen. What God has done in this Bible, God will do in you. Glory to God. Amen. And so, all of a sudden, there's strange events going on. How many know, bless God, there are spiritual things that go on? And you know, it's what's sad is the church today seems like they want to deny, deny spiritual things. Amen. Well, God is a spirit. How do, when you get born again, you become a spiritual being. Amen. You're not born of the flesh anymore. You're born of the Spirit of God. You become a spiritual creation. I want to take this a little bit farther. Amen. Hallelujah. The Word of God says, amen, that when we have, we've been translated into His dear kingdom, amen, we will never taste of death. In other words, amen, when you ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, the flesh dies and you become a spiritual creation, glory to God, amen, and you will never die. You will never taste of rust, God, everybody dies. No, a Christian, when they die, amen, they don't die, they just pass on and go on to glory. They go on to be, because Paul said, to be absent in this body is to be present with the Lord, glory to God. 
Amen. People say, oh, you know, the dead lay in the grave and all that. Well, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, Abraham, he was talking about Abraham. And the, and the religious leaders of his day said, well, you're not even 30, uh, 40 years old and you know Abraham. Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am glory to God. And Abraham saw my day and rejoiced to see it. Jesus said, I am not the God of the dead, but of the living. How many know in Jesus' day, Abraham was still alive, bless God. How in the world on the Mount of Transfiguration, amen, did Moses and Elijah come down and speak with Jesus if they were dead? Help me, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He has given us life. Life, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus went to the cross, so we could live and not die. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what water baptism is all about. We're going down. It's a picture of what's happened. We went down into that watery grave and come up a new creation, a spiritual being. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, you know, could you imagine Mary and Joseph is not even, they're, they're engaged, but they're not married yet. And the angel of the Lord comes to Mary, and Mary's going to have a child. Amen. And this child is not going to be Joseph's child. This child is going to be God's child. Amen. Because see, the sin, amen, the, the sin nature, original sin, was passed down from Adam all the way down through the human race. Amen. So how many know it's in the genes? I mean, they're trying to figure out how they can change. There's, there's a couple of genes. If they can just get rid of those, amen, they can get rid of disease and they can get rid of all those things. Amen, it's wishful thinking. Amen, it would be nice if they could do that. But how many know the gene is sin, original sin, amen, that is in the human race and they will never get it out, Frank. Amen, bless God. But how many know God fixed it? Amen. God did it, glory to God. Amen, you know... They could quit spending billions and trillions of dollars on scientific research, amen, and just believe the report of the Lord tonight. Can I get an amen? Because how many know God has already done it? Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so what happened here is the sin nature kept being passed down from father to son to father to son, grandson, right on down the line until we all have looked in the mirror and said, I hate you. Amen. We've all had our times in sin. We've all failed. We've all had a miserable life. Amen. In certain ways. Even people that you think are perfect. Amen. Some of the perfect people. That's why Jesus said, or the Apostle Paul said, don't judge anything before the time. We shouldn't be judging people. Amen. People say, oh, yes, we can. I'll get to that message one night. Amen. They've got that message because you know what? The word of Jesus said, if you judge, you shall be judged with the same judgment that you judge other people. And I get thinking about that where the word of God says, if a righteous scarcely be saved, amen, where will the ungodly and a sinner appear? Amen, bless God. So that tells me I had better watch how harshly I judge people because one day God is going to judge us. Amen. And you know what? I want mercy. <laughs> mercy. Hallelujah. I need it, buddy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But this sin nature was continued. Amen. But how many know God had a plan? Do you know Satan tried to destroy the human race? He entered in and he tried to destroy, amen, the, 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 the creation of God. God created the whole universe for the human race. Amen. The earth, you realize that, you know, I want to get into a little bit of scientific stuff here for just a second. If the earth was just a few degrees farther away from the sun, we'd freeze. If the earth was a bit closer, we'd burn up. 
Isn't it kind of amazing how this earth goes around in the rain and the sun and all the seasons and, you know, this earth produces its fruit and feeds us. Amen. Do you realize the scientists even said it's, with the, it's almost like the whole universe was designed around man, amen, so that it would sustain life and so that the human race could live. Bingo. Amen. Now we're getting somewhere because how many know that is exactly what God did? Amen. But the enemy came and sowed sin into the human race. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you know, God gave the sacrificial system in the Old Testament, amen, which pointed to the cross that through that those people in the Old Testament were saved. Amen. But they couldn't be reconciled to God yet. Amen. And so all of a sudden there are some strange events that's going on. Amen, Mary, amen, God, God is telling Mary that she is going to conceive and that God said that he's going to put his seed in her womb and that child that will be born of her is a holy thing, glory to God. Amen, gives God a name, hallelujah. Just prior to that, God is dealing with, El with Elizabeth, amen, and, and Zacharias and how many know uh, Jesus' cousin, John, amen, uh, you know, she's pregnant six months ahead of time. So there's some strange events going on. Amen. And Joseph has to go on, but God meets with Joseph too. Hallelujah. And so Joseph understands what, you know, they really probably don't understand, but they're getting a hold that God's up to something here. Amen. Bless God. How many know God can start working on all kinds of different fronts at the same time? How many believe he's doing that right now? Hallelujah. God is up to something, church. I mean, I'm telling you, these things that we're seeing right now, amen, I'm seeing some strange events take place, doors that are opening, connections that are being made. Can I get an amen? Sometimes, you know, we kind of just start thinking, is there something up with this, bless God? I guarantee you there is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Who in this community would have thought there'd been a tent up here, amen, with social media going out all over the world? Hallelujah. Now, it's not in, in 100 million uh, you know, homes right now, amen, but just watch God go. Hallelujah. Little's much when God's in it. Hallelujah. I don't know if we figure this out or not, but God wants to save people. Amen. And God will take little insignificant things and God will just turn that into something powerful, bless God, that'll shake a world. Hallelujah. And I believe West Virginia is primed for that. I just believe that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Y'all come along sooner or later. Amen. Some of y'all some of y'all's getting amen. Some of y'all wonder about me, buddy. I tell you. Amen. I can hear you going down the road talking to your wife. I just, you know, man, I don't know, buddy. You know, they they somebody we used to was singing around evangelizing and stuff. And I had a preacher tell me one time, he said, Oh, he said, You're one of them forty day men. That's what you are. And uh, then other people said, Well, you know, Scott means well. And we had a goofy old guy that, you know, that sang with us, you know, when we go around. I mean, we didn't have any professional group. We just went around, praised the Lord, and had a good time. Amen? Hallelujah. Just preached the gospel. Hallelujah. Nothing fancy. Amen? We just, we just love doing stuff for Jesus. And somebody said, we didn't have a name, and somebody, and I still don't. <laughs> Amen? And uh, somebody said, well, what's, your, what's the name of your old group? And we said, we don't have one. And, and, and Mikey Spoke up, he said, I got a name. He said, Scott means well in the 40-day men. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Y'all pray for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I might be crazy, but I'm crazy enough to put a tin up and believe God to save people. Amen. Hallelujah. 
glory to God. I ain't never, amen. I could just see people tuning into this and say, Mom, you got to come and see this. Amen. That's kind of what they thought would come out of West Virginia. <laughs> amen. I better move on here. John dug himself a hole, and sometimes I do too. So I'm just glad his hole's deeper than mine. <laughs> amen. <laughs> I was praying for you the other night, buddy. Amen. And you finally got a hold of it, got out of there. Amen. And so here, if you could think about, you know, today it's different. You know, uh, I mean, you know, we, we have just, you know, what, what am I trying to say, the word? Um, you know, we're not real, um, you know, we're not real holy today. And we strayed. But in Mary's day, you know, keeping your virginity was a big deal. And in their spousals, how many know it was actually an engagement? They were really legally married. And, uh, but they had people that was with them all the time so that they couldn't have sexual relations. And uh, if, if, if that happened, it was taboo, buddy. I mean, you know, I mean, it was bad. Amen. Today, that just don't seem to be much of the case. Amen. But I'll, I'll get to that another night. Amen. That's a whole other message. Amen. But, there, there, you know, today, there's the morality today, is the word I was trying to think of, is nowhere near what it was in their day. So, you know, Mary was putting herself in a position here to be called some bad names. Amen. She was losing her reputation, if you will. Amen. How many know, because, you know, God will stretch us sometimes. You know, God, I mean, you know, uh, but, but the purpose of God to me trumps, you know, my, my image. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, bless God, what if you go up there and nothing happens? Well, I'll be a fool for Christ. That's what Paul said we'll do. Amen. We will just go for Jesus. Bless God, I'll gladly be a spent. I'll gladly be a fool for Christ. God was asking a lot of Mary here, and he was asking a lot of Joseph here. Amen. Honey, when there's a move of God on the scene, amen, there is a cost. Amen. There is a sacrifice that has to be made. If we want to see God do big things, we've got to sacrifice big. Hallelujah. Amen. Mary put her whole life on the line here. Amen. But when the angel of the Lord shows up, amen, how many know, bless God, you know, that's, that's an indicator uh, that God is in the thing. God speaks to Joseph. God is taking care. Amen. But God is already speaking to Zacharias and he's speaking to Elizabeth. There are some things that God's speaking about John that would become this little baby that would become John the Baptist, that great prophet of God. Amen. God is up to something. Amen. And so, you know, you know, Mary is with child and then we come to that Christmas day when God orchestrated things to where Jesus would be born, amen, in Bethlehem, amen, God orchestrated so that and, and, and people thought he was born in some other place. They did, amen, they were even searching the scriptures and they said there's no prophet that's ever came from Nazareth, amen, glory to God. And they were questioning, amen, the scriptures or the prophecies about Jesus, glory to God. But how many know, little did they know, amen, Jesus had fulfilled every one of them, can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. And so this little baby Jesus is born. Amen. And so the, the wise men, there was the star, amen, of Bethlehem. And, the, you know, the wise men came to Herod. And there's word getting to Herod, the political leader of their day, amen, that there's this, this king is born. 
And, and so, you know, all down through the ages, I've been speaking about how Satan has tried in different times to stop the lineage of Christ, to stop the, the plan of salvation, because Jesus is the plan of salvation. Amen. It came through the Jewish people. Amen. Do you realize that's why the Jewish people were under such persecution down through the ages? Because Satan had destroyed the human race through sin and he wanted to keep them destroyed. But how many know God had a plan to save them? So there is a war that's going on in the heavenlies, in the spirit realm, if you will. Amen. We don't understand today. In the United States of America tonight, there is a war in this nation over the souls of the people in this nation. And they don't know it. Amen. Amen. Satan wants to take everybody on this earth to hell. But how many know God wants to take them to heaven? And there are people, church, that don't understand this. That's why I'm trying to preach this message. I'm trying to help people to understand what this is all about. Amen. Because people don't understand, why do I need to go to church? Why do I need to serve Jesus? I mean, why do I need to be religious? And it's not religious, but that's, what, that's their perspective. They don't understand us. They don't understand what this is all about. They don't know why I've sent this tin up. Amen. They don't understand all these things because they're spiritually discerned. They're disconnected from the spiritual realm and the things of God. Because church, how I many know Satan has lied real well and the church has told the truth real bad? And how many would like to turn that around? Hallelujah. Amen. Satan don't mind his platform and preaching his filth and his garbage and his sin amen but how many know the church has a problem standing up saying amen you must be born again but how many know that's the greatest news you will ever hear glory to God because we need to be born again we need to be saved we need Jesus Christ more than anything in this world hallelujah and people don't know that amen and so the wise men are searching, there, you know, there's, there's some rumors going around that the king has been born. There's a baby, there's a child. The promise of God has, has happened. Amen, the Messiah is alive, he's been born, Jesus. And so there, there's, the wise men come, Herod finds out about this. So Herod, so he goes to the, to the religious leaders and he starts inquiring, having them search the scriptures and try to find out where Jesus was supposed to be born, where the Messiah, this king, amen, is supposed to be born. You know why? Because he wanted to kill him. Amen. And so the wise men go and they give the, gold, the, 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 the gifts that are supposed to be given to a king, uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen. Glory to God. And they visit with Mary and Joseph and Jesus. Glory to God. And, you know, the angels are singing, the heavenly host. I mean, buddy, Christmas Day is an awesome day, isn't it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so they leave, but the, but the word of God came to the wise men and told them not to tell Herod anything, but to go back another way. Well, Herod gets angry because he's been mocked, and he sends soldiers, amen, to, to, to kill the, all the babies in that area and that region from two years and under. You think about what I'm saying tonight. And God gave Joseph, amen, a, a word and told him to take Mary and Jesus and flee into Egypt. Glory to God. And how many know Jesus' life is spared? Do you realize Satan was trying to kill Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to touch on something here. They may turn us off for the platforms we have tonight. But do you realize, isn't it kind of funny that in our hour, how many believe Jesus is getting ready to turn? 
How many believe we're in a day, amen, where God needs some men and women of God who are called according to his purpose today, amen, bless God, like in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and down through the ages, glory to God, to stand up and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen. And I believe that Satan, all of this abortion has been Satan's attempt to kill this generation, amen, to stop those, those babies that would grow up and become ministers and preachers of the gospel. Because this is not the first time it's happened. Amen. Amen. Have you figured out this world is trying to stop us? The world, because see, he, Satan is the god of this world. That's why the platforms, you know, you can go on and say anything you want to say. I don't care how vulgar it is or whatever. But when you start talking about Jesus and you start, amen, uh, preaching the word of God against the, the god of this world and their platforms, they'll cut you off. Amen. But I believe God's going to make a way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John told me the other day he's trying to figure out how we can get our own network. God, give us our own network. Glory to God. So they can't cut us off. Glory. God, give us a way. Make a way, bless God. Hallelujah. Where there is none. Because this gospel will be preached. Amen. The gospel of Jesus said when you see this gospel taken to the nations of the world, so that tells me it will be. Amen, glory. He said, then the end will come, glory to God. I just want to get as many people saved, bless God, as fast as we can because Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, he's taking his church out of this earth, bless God. Hallelujah. Honey, it's going to be glory in the heavenlies. Hallelujah. We're going to be sitting at a table where Jesus is going to feed us. Honey, the greatest family reunion in the history of the world is going to be taking place. And we're going to be in heaven rejoicing, amen, while all hell is breaking loose on earth. Amen. Look at somebody say, you want to be in heaven when that happens. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I'm, I'm not going to get all this message in tonight. Amen. I'll get whatever in God wants me to. And so, Herod, uh, you know, is angry. And, and that you can imagine how evil that is that this ruler would send soldiers out. And the word of God spoke of that talks about the morning in Rekha. Glory to God. That's scripture. That is a fulfilling prophecy. Amen. Glory to God. And so how many, could you imagine all these, these parents that these soldiers came in and killed all of their children? Amen. But Satan was searching for Jesus. But how many know Jesus escaped? And then you have about 30 years of silence again. Jesus shows up at the temple one day when he's 12 years old. Amen, glory to God, and he's teaching the, the teachers, if you will, and he's 12 years of old, and he boggles their mind with his knowledge of the Word of God. Little did they know. Amen. How many know there was a Jesus sighting right there? Hallelujah. Amen. But you know, then all of a sudden in, in Matthew chapter 3, I'm just going to preach it. I'm not even going to read it. Amen. In Matthew chapter 3, all of a sudden John the Baptist, after 400 silent years, no prophetic voice, John the Baptist comes on the scene, amen, down in the Jordan Valley. In the, in the, the Word of God says in the Jordan Desert, if you will, in the middle of nowhere. Amen. I tell you, that is exactly what God is doing right here, John. Amen. God didn't raise him up in a metropolitan city. There were some major cities in that day. Amen. But God brought John. What a sight he must have been. That's why I won't wear a suit and tie. I believe that God has given me, and people may think I'm crazy, but I believe that I am operating under the spirit of John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Bless God. And I believe there's others because how many know what is the message? Jesus is coming. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I mean, it's getting close. It's at the door, bless God. Amen. And he had a purpose. He had a message. They, they said, are you Elijah? He said, no, I'm not Elijah. Amen. But Jesus said he came in the spirit of Elijah, which is the same. It was the spirit of God that was upon Elijah, and it's the spirit of God that was upon John the Baptist. And I'm here to tell you there have been some others down through the ages. Glory to God. Amen. And I believe God's doing that in our hour right now. Amen. In our day, God is raising up some men and women in our day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But Elijah will come again in the revelation, in the tribulation period. So Elijah's purpose is still coming, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's another message. Amen. I'll get back to that. Hallelujah. Y'all just see law there a minute for a few days. Amen. Which means just pause there and think on that. Amen. So John the Baptist comes on the scene, and he, he doesn't look like anybody they've ever seen before. I mean, he is a rough character. Amen. He doesn't fit the mold of the religious leaders of their day. He could care less about that. Amen. And so do I. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know it doesn't matter who you are and how you dress, how rich or poor you are, what you have and what you don't have? Jesus loves you. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what ethnic group you come from, glory to God. Jesus came to seek and save that which is lost, and that takes in the whole human race. Nobody is left out of Jesus' plan. Hallelujah. But sometimes, amen, people say, well, I can't go to church because of Ruth. We've given that impression. And I told a guy one time, I said, buddy, I want to tell you something. If Ruth would have fell in, it would have fell on me when I walked in. But it didn't. Amen. See, people got the wrong impression of Jesus. Amen. Jesus loves everybody. No matter what sin you've sinned, no matter what failure. I mean, God knew us. While we, the Word of God says, while we were yet sinners, God loved us. While we were yet sinners, not after we were saved, doing good. While we were yet that old messed up, nasty, amen, unlovable sinning. I mean, living for the devil as hard as you could go. Amen. Even then, Jesus loved us. Amen. So much that he determined that he would come to the cross. And die the death that he died to save us. That's the Jesus I serve tonight. Glory to God. How Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy men's lives, but through me they might be saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so John comes on the scene. Yeah, I think I am. I want to make sure I don't miss any. It's so good, I don't want to miss none of them. John chapter 3, or Matthew chapter 3, I'm sorry. And I'm just going to walk down through this. John chapter 3, verse 1, it says, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea. He didn't come to metropolitan cities. He came into a wilderness. Amen. I believe God's doing that again today, and I believe it's Flatwoods, West Virginia. I live in Elview. God could have done it down there, but he sent me to Flatwoods. Amen. Some of you all don't understand why you're here, but God's been way ahead of you for a long time. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. You, some of you all don't even know yet. They didn't know then either. God's up to stuff. I mean, there's Mary. Jesus is having a baby. Or Mary is having a baby, and she's having God's child. Amen. Do you realize that God that bypassed the lineage of Adam? Amen. And, and so Jesus was not, amen, in the virgin birth. Jesus was not the son of Adam. He was the son of God. So Jesus was born without a sin nature. 
Amen. He never had sin. We're born with a sin nature. People say, oh, aren't they just, ain't they, you know, they, they, aren't they so pretty? Aren't they so just nice? Amen. Just look at those little babies. They're 16 months old. You know, bless God. You put two of them in a playpen and throw one teddy bear in there and you'll find out what nature they've got. Amen. They're born with a sin nature. You'll find out real fast. Amen. I mean, they're beautiful, but boy, they can bite. Amen. But Jesus was born, amen, the Son of God, not the Son of Adam. That's important. Amen. You and I could not help ourselves. We are sinners. Sinners sin. We've all sinned and come short of God's glory. So quit beating yourself up. Amen. This is what God has a problem. God doesn't have a problem that you're a sinner. God has a problem that you don't receive the answer. Amen. God can't understand why you don't get out of that mess. Well, bless God, I don't know how. That's exactly why I'm preaching tonight. Bless God. Jesus is the way out. Glory to God. Amen. Jesus was born, bless God, to be your scapegoat. He was born, amen, in, to, to, take, to be your sacrifice. He was born, amen, to go to the cross and die so that you don't have to die, that if you accept Jesus Christ, you will be saved, even from death, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Boy, that's good stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't fear death, not at all. Amen. I was laying down there. Uh, last September in uh, Charleston Memorial Hospital, dying with COVID. There's about two days it could have went either way. And I remember laying there, I'd wake up, I'd be comatose, and I'd wake up in that waiting room. They had people everywhere. And I'd be laying down on that bench, and I'd wake up, and I'd wake up praying. Amen? You ever wake up paying, praying in a waiting room in a hospital? Amen? You are a strange character, I tell you that. Amen. And I'd wake up praying, and then I'd pass back out, and I'd, you know, I was back out of it again, didn't know what planet I was on. And I remember laying there thinking, well, you know, Lord, if I die, I don't know what my family's going to do. I didn't care if I died. It didn't matter to me because I know where I'm going. Amen. I believe the Bible. I believe Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. But the thing that was really bugging me, amen, I was sitting there thinking, well, Lord, I mean, Lord, last spring started giving me all this revelation, just started pouring his word into me, and I knew something was coming, like this tent, glory to God. And so I was laying there thinking, Lord, why did you give me all that revelation? Why did you speak all that word to me, and I'm going to die? I don't understand that. You know, I started getting better. Hallelujah. And you know, before the doctor saw me, I was already better. Hallelujah. I don't know why that happened. Amen. I can't explain that to you. Glory to God. But I'm telling you, when I started believing God, that God had something for me, bless God, that's when I started getting better. Glory to God. Because how many know God does have something better for us? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. If, if they wanted to kill Jesus and they couldn't kill him, he just passed through their midst. Amen. How many know Satan was trying to kill Jesus, but he couldn't get it done? Because the hand of God's protection was on him, and Jesus said, I can't die until I finish what I came to do. Glory to God. Amen. I believe that for you and me, too. I believe we will not die until God is finished with us on this earth. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then we'll just be like Paul and say, hey, amen, I'm ready to get out here. Amen. There's laid up for me a crown. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
But John just comes up in the middle of nowhere. He don't show up in their churches. Amen. Probably couldn't preach there. Amen. You can't preach in a lot of churches today. Can I get an amen? Amen. You might preach once, but they won't ask you to come back no more. Amen. I'm telling you, there ain't many churches invite me to preach, and I'm okay at that. Amen. Because if I can't preach the truth, if I can't preach, preach the Word of God, amen, then I won't preach in your church. Amen. And I'm okay with that. That's fine, glory to God. How many know the Wesley boys had to go out in the field? Amen. How many know Martin Luther, amen, they excommunicated him. They wouldn't let him preach no more. Amen. God gave him a revelation. Isn't it sad that when God gives you revelation, the church gets mad? Hallelujah. Say amen or oh me. Hallelujah. Look, somebody say God's up to something. Amen. People need to hear this. Glory to God. Sinners don't need to give them the, this, 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 this uh, uh, mindset or, you know, to think that they're not wanted by, by, the fam, by the church. Bless God. Well, maybe that's not the church. Amen. That's why I'm out here under a tent in the field right there. Amen. Brother Scott, you just say stuff that people don't want to hear. Amen. Do you show me anywhere in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? Show me. I wish somebody helped me with this. I wish you'd show me one person in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John where Jesus turned them away. Amen. How many know the prostitutes came to him and he received them? How many know the, the lepers came to him and he received them? Glory to God. I don't care what kind of sin and hell they were in. Jesus loved them. Can I get an amen? Glory to God. He took a woman out of the bed of adultery and told her, said, Woman, go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn you. That's the Jesus I serve tonight. Glory to God. Come unto me, he said, all you that are heavy laden, laden down with sins and problems. Amen. Glory to God. And I will receive you. I will receive you you unto myself I mean I don't care how you're dressed amen dress decent if you can amen but how many know some people amen the way they're dressed they don't know they're indecent amen hallelujah so we as Christians need to keep our eyes single amen and our mind pure amen I've seen women come to church with a dress that long. Amen. And I've had to preach like this. Amen. You'd be surprised what you see up here sometimes. Ladies, just be, you know, amen, just be aware. Amen. If you see me going like this, I'm just, <laughs> and I've had to do it. But, amen. But people don't know sometimes. Amen. It's not their fault. Hallelujah. Amen. I had a man come into church one time, so tore up after the service. He was smoking a cigarette in church. That man, God had him so tore up, he didn't know what planet he was on. Somebody got mad at me. The Word of God says, it's better for you or me to have a millstone tied around our neck and thrown into the depths of the sea than to offend one of these little ones. Jesus don't want to offend them. He wants to save them. Glory to God. Well, Brother Scott, you're just condoning sin. You're condoning sin. My God, did Jesus condone sin? I'm just trying to do it the way the way my Lord and Savior did. Is that okay? Amen. Hallelujah. So John comes on the scene preaching what they didn't want to hear. How I many know Jesus brought a reformation? 
And reformation, it means when you've got to lay the foundation again. The church is so messed up. He comes to straighten it out, glory to God. I believe Jesus come to straighten the church out today. Amen. And he needs it. I needed it. About 17 years ago, I needed a reformation. Mine started 17 years ago, and I'm still in it. I ain't out of it yet. I'm still walking in repentance. Amen. But do you realize that John the Baptist didn't come on the scene wearing the normal the, the robes and all the attire of the priests of his day? He had an old camel hair suit, rough hair. Amen. Which, if you search it out, was a type of the garments that you wear in repentance. Amen. So how many know John the Baptist himself came in repentance? Hallelujah. My God, we need to, our church needs to come back to repentance. Glory to God. Amen. We get a knot big in our big as an apple in our throat, and we'll say, there's nothing wrong with me. Amen. That's what I thought too. Amen. If you think there's nothing wrong with you, ask God to show you what's wrong with you. Amen. You'll be better off, amen, bless God, here than where God's going to be talking to you. Amen. Can I get an amen? So John comes on the scene with this camel hair suit, amen, and he's preaching the message of repent. Amen. Now, mind you, we've had 400 silent years, so something must have been wrong. Amen. But my God, we haven't had a move of God in this country for how long? My God, I want to see God do what he did at the turn of the century. Amen. When God was shaking this nation, amen, God hasn't went anywhere. Where have we gone? The Baptists have got some great ministers back there. The Methodists have got some great ministers and moves of God back there. Amen. Bless God. Every one of these denominational entities, amen, had a move of God going on back in those days, bless God. So we can't say, amen, bless God, that we don't believe in it because your founders believed in it. Help me to preach this, somebody. We don't want to read our Bibles. We don't want to study. We don't want to sacrifice our time, amen, to be in the presence of God, to be full of the anointing and the power of God. Can I get an amen? We're too busy to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. And so John comes setting the, setting the tone, if you will. Amen. And his message is repent. Hallelujah. Let me read this. This is so good, I want to read it. For the kingdom of heaven is at its hand. Verse 2. For this is for this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare you a way of the Lord, make his path straight. I mean, no God is looking for holiness in his church. Make his path straight. Get ready for the coming king, bless God. Hallelujah. How many know now the promise that God that we waited on for all these thousands of years now? Bless God. How many know here is the prophet of God saying it's on the way. It's here, nigh at the door. Can I get an amen? It's finally arrived. Hallelujah. The day that we've all been looking for where God will fix this sin problem, where God will turn things around. It's finally here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the same John and his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins and his meat was locust and wild honey. And I heard a prominent minister say, well, it wasn't the bugs, locust. There was a locust tree. I did a bunch of research on this and that is wrong. That's why we got to be careful what we're hearing coming off of prominent ministers around the world. 
Amen. Turn your TV off and read your Bible. Turn your TV off and pray and seek God's face. Read your Bible. Amen. You'll be amazed at what God will speak to your heart. Amen. He ate locusts, grasshoppers. Amen. They were, they were everywhere in that day, but it was the poor man's meal. Amen. So John was, he ate, so he, he, was, he was not wealthy. Now, the scholars go on to say this, that his father was a priest in the church. And they should have had some means of a living, if you will. Amen. So either John somehow didn't have that means or he had chosen the low road. And I, in my personal opinion, I believe John chose the low road. Amen. Hallelujah. There are some that are choosing the high road and it's all about the money. Amen. But bless God, I choose the low road. I want it to be all about the riches of Christ. Can I get an amen? I would rather have riches, amen, the riches of Christ, bless God, than the wealth of this world any day. Because Jesus said, if you lose your life for his sake, you will find it. But if you find your life, you will lose it. I want to find my life in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's nothing wrong with having stuff and money, but don't let it have you. Don't let it get in the way of your relationship with Christ. Don't let it become a snare unto you. Amen. There were wealthy people in Jesus' day that helped Jesus' ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. My pastor used to say we have them from the guttermost to the uttermost and everything in between. That's the way it should be. Amen. Then went out to meet him, Jerusalem. And Judea and all the region round about Jordan. So how many know thousands, multitudes of people are coming, amen, to this baptism of John? I mean millions. It had to be millions of people. The whole Jordan Valley and the regions round about that. Now nobody knows the number, but it had to be, John, a lot of people. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we're here and we're lucky, amen, you know, to get 20, 30 people here. Amen. But God's not done yet. They didn't say how John got started out. He started somewhere. Amen. But God sent him there into a wilderness. Glory to God. He could have went to a city and had it right off the bat. But how many know, bless God, John, amen, wasn't going to them. They were coming to him. Can I get an amen? It was a sacrifice to get there. Glory to God. But how many know the presence of God had to be there? This had to be a move of God that was moving upon the hearts of life. I believe there was a conviction power upon the, the region, amen, that was moving upon people's hearts, amen, bringing them to this place to make them realize, amen, that they needed to repent. They needed a change in their life. Glory to God. And I believe God's doing that in this community. Can I get an amen? People are sensing something. They don't know what it is, bless God. But God is up to something tonight. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so out of nowhere, all of a sudden, all these people start coming. Amen. And John is baptizing these people. Amen. Baptizing them, and they're, 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 he's speaking to them. The word of God, the message is repentance. And so these people, now these are Jews. These are Jews. These are Jewish people. These are God's chosen people. Amen. John is a Jew. Amen. So here he is preaching. He's baptizing the Jewish people, which was the church of their day. Amen. The church of their day was repenting. Hmm. That's a thought, isn't it? Amen. Bless God, I don't have anything to repent for. I can look around this nation, and I can see we've got a whole lot to repent for. Amen. Amen. Because where is the person that's getting it done? Who's I mean, 
You know, where is the move of God? We got something to repent about, church. We've missed God somewhere along the way. Can I get an amen? Amen. Because, see, I don't want to stay here. If I've got to repent to get God in this thing and see a move of God happen, I'll gladly repent. Bless God. How many want to see God touch our nation? Glory to God. Amen. And so John is baptizing, and all this is going on. Now the church gets nervous. Amen. Hmm. Have you noticed what's going out there? There's thousands, if not thousands, there's hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Amen. We better go check this out and find out what's going on here. Uh, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't uh, give ourselves approval. We didn't ordain this. Amen. Now, I don't care what the church people ordain. It's about time we get under the head, Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, that's what the Wesley's boys had to do. Amen. And God shook the world. It's amazing what God can do when God's just got two or three or four or five. Amen. Just a few people. I mean, God don't need an army. Just, God just needs a few. Amen. And he's still that same God, Frank. Amen. And so here come the Pharisees and the Sadducees to John's baptism. Amen. Here's he is in his camel hair. <laughs> his long, shaggy hair and his leather girdle. Man, what a sight he must have been. Amen. People look at me sometimes and say, you're a preacher? Amen. You bet you, buddy, I sure am. Amen. How's a preacher supposed to dress? Amen. You know, if we want to go back to dress in according to the Word of God, how many know we're all going to have to wear robes? Amen. And the women's undergarments were had two undergarments, and the men had one. You had a robe and one undergarment, and women had two. Amen. So if you want to go there, listen, I mean, you're going to have to change the way you dress, church. Amen. Debbie and Christy tried to get me. I don't remember where we was at, one of them places, theme parks or something. They had where you take them pictures, and they had a kilt there. Is that what they call them? Is that a kilt? Amen. And they put you put that stuff on, they take a picture. I said, I ain't putting on no dress. They can do that in Scotland they want to, but around here, we don't wear no dresses. Say amen or me. Especially I wasn't getting no picture. I was sure they had, you know, they they was up to something with that, and I wasn't going there. Amen. No, I Amen. Now they better remember I'm behind the microphone up here all the time and I got stories to tell. Amen. Hallelujah. I better get back on track here. Amen. But the, but the church of their day comes out in all of their beautiful dress. Now, I'm not against dressing up nice either. Not at all. Not at all. Amen. I don't care how people dress. Amen. If you want to dress to the nines, that's fine to come to church. Amen. But if somebody else don't have it or somebody else doesn't do it, leave them alone. Amen. To their own master they stand or fall. Let's just leave everybody alone. How many know I got a full-time job just, amen, trying to seek Jesus and get myself to heaven, and so do you. Amen. The Word of God says be keepers of your own business at home. Leave other. Amen. If you see somebody taken into fault, the Word of God says pray for such a one. Pray for them. Pray for them in the spirit of meekness, considering your own self unless you be taken in the same. Have you ever seen people that were so critical of people they ended up in the same mess? That's what it's saying. Amen. Love them. Pray for them. Glory to God. If you can talk about them, you can stop talking about them and send that same effort in prayer. 
Amen. Talk about them, bless God, you'll kill them with your tongue. If you talk about them in prayer, God will change them. Can I get it? Because God answers prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And so here the Pharisees come and the Sadducees. You know what I found out about the Pharisees? The Pharisees talked all about the laws and keeping the laws. Amen. Glory to God. And they, 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 they were just so proud of themselves. But you know what? Amen. They didn't keep the laws themselves. They wanted everybody. That sounds like the church of today, doesn't it? Amen. Isn't it kind of funny that that's what their, their theology was? That's what their belief. But then the Sadducees, amen, glory to God, they believed in God and believed the law, but they didn't believe in nothing spiritual. They didn't believe in no angels. They had nothing spiritual. Uh-uh. There was no resurrection from the dead. Nothing spiritual. Boy, does that sound like the other side of the church today. You think about this. And people say that, you know, what has been won't be, be, be again. Right here we are. Amen. We don't want no spiritual things happening. Oh, no, no, no. Amen. That's all passed away. Amen. Well, let me tell you something. If we can't have spiritual things going on, you can't get saved. Amen. Because when you get saved, you're born of the Spirit. It's a spiritual thing, glory to God. Amen. Well, God lets a little bit of it happen, maybe. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. If you think a little bit of spiritual things get you uncomfortable, amen, bless God, you better, you have no idea what's coming. Amen, because I believe there's an overflow of God's Spirit coming to planet Earth. Can I get an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, I, it's just a shame that Jesus couldn't have had a bunch of them in the boat with Peter and them that night when Jesus came walking on the water, bless God. Amen, because I guarantee you there, they hate spiritual things so much, but I guarantee you there's one time they would have wanted to been in the Spirit because they'd like to have been walking on water to get out of there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Shut up, Todd. Go, go put your flyers up on the Jehovah Witness building. <laughs> he, he about tore our service up last night. God help us. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But here they are. They're looking down their noses. They're I mean, here they are, they're so high and mighty. And they're, you know, they're telling everybody else how to live, but the Word of Jesus even said, you're not living it yourself. Amen. And because, see, I'm going to help you hear something. Something that blew my mind that I found out. Do you know that in their day that the Jews, amen, the, the, the Pharisees, Sadducees, the Jewish people, the church of their day, when anybody got converted to the, to the religion of Judaism, amen, whether they were heathens or whether they came from a pagan uh, religion or whatever, they had to be baptized. Amen. Hallelujah. They had to be baptized in order there was a picture of being buried and raised in the newness of life and becoming a Jew. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Isn't it kind of funny that John the Baptist comes on the scene, bless God, and he's baptizing the Jews, amen, with the message of repent, repent before the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But they looked and snarled their nose, and they said, we don't need anything. We're just fine. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's yes, John called them a generation of vipers. Amen. And he said, don't you say that you have Abraham. Amen. Because how many know the Jewish 
the descendants, amen, originated from Abraham. It started with one and became many. Hallelujah. But Jesus looked at him many times and he said, if you were of Abraham's seed, you would live and you would do what Abraham lived and did. Amen. But you do not. You profess it with your mouth, but your heart is far from it. Amen. So how many know here they were standing there in need of baptism, in need of repentance, but they refused because they said they didn't need it. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know John kept baptizing in, the, in repentance, glory to God, as the masses of people were coming, glory to God, and repenting of their sins and being baptized, glory to God. Amen. And Jesus warned him and he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, the tree, amen, if it's not producing fruit, amen, God has got his axe laid to the root. He's getting ready to cut this tree down. Amen. How many know the Jewish people were getting ready, amen, to lose the mantle? Amen. They were getting ready to lose, bless God, their inheritance. They were getting ready to be cut off by God. Can I get it? Amen. And that soon happened until the point 70 years or so after Jesus died, the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed. Amen. And how many know the Jewish people, amen, were scattered throughout the world and in the nation of Israel and the Jewish faith ceased to exist. Now there is a remnant around the world. Amen. How many know that was the judgment of God coming upon them because when Jesus came on the scene, when John came, glory to God, they rejected the open door of God. They rejected their salvation because they would not repent. Amen. Hallelujah. Because they believed they were the, they were the stock of Abraham. Because they were Abraham's seed, Abraham's children. They didn't have to repent. Can I get an amen? Sounds like the church today, doesn't it? Say amen or oh me. And here's John, the one that's baptism with the clothing, bless God, that they wore when they were in repentance. My God, we need the preachers behind the pulpits living in repentance. Help me, somebody. Amen. The preachers need it too, glory to God. Amen, church. I believe repentance needs to sweep across this community, across this nation, glory to God. Hallelujah. Because that's what they were doing in John's day. And how many know there had been some silent years, but all of a sudden, thank God, there was a prophetic voice that was preaching the truth of God. Repent, glory to God. Because God wanted to come back. God wanted to re-enter the picture, glory to God. And thank God there were some people getting the message. But today we're preaching the message of repentance. Amen. And people are turning a deaf ear to the message. But there is a pattern. There is a pattern to this. Amen. Jesus said in the last days, the last time we would see is this gospel will be preached to the nations of the world. Amen. And that's beginning. That's happening. And he said then the end would come. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so how many know, bless God, those Pharisees and the religious people of their day walked away from John. Amen. They rejected they wanted other people to be saved. They wanted other people to be baptized, but they didn't need it. Amen. Could it be that the church today thinks, amen, that because we have this heritage, let me tell you something, it's not about our heritage that comes from grandma and grandpa. It comes from a godly heritage. 
It comes from a spiritual heritage, bless God. Amen, that bless God, our grandma and grandpa may have been great people. Amen, but if we want what they had, we've got to live like they lived. Amen, we've got to serve God. Amen, in holiness and in truth, glory to God. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Because see, without holiness, we're not going to see God. Hallelujah. We can't live any way we want to live and come to church and lift our hands. We can't stand behind the microphones and the praise team and worship God. Amen. We can't stand behind the pulpits and preach the word. We can. Amen. Bless God. But there will not be a move of God until we come out. Amen. Bless God. Until we come back to God. Can I get an amen? How many want a move of God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to try to hurry here. I know I'm keeping you late. But all of a sudden, John, that's six months older than Jesus, 30 years later, John comes on the scene baptizing. Amen. And all of a sudden, John raises up and he looks and he says, Behold the Lamb of God, because Jesus is coming down that dusty road, glory to God. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, glory to God. How many of the greatest words that the human race has ever heard? Because this problem that originated in the Garden of Eden, bless God, the sin that thrust the, the whole human race into the mess that it's been in. How many know the promise of God that he would turn this thing around, that he would bruise his heel, but he he would crush his head. The King of kings and the Lord of lords is coming on the scene. Why? Because the people have been repenting, glory to God, making the crooked places straight, glory to God. When a king, the oriental kings would come into a city, amen, bless God, they would, they would go in and pave the highway. They would bring the low places high and the high places down, glory to God. How many know John was preaching this message, glory to God? And right now God is bringing down the high places and bringing the low places up, glory to God. He's bringing the high down to reality he's reaching the drug addicts the prostitutes glory to God the outcasts the rejected of society society and he's raising them up how many know Jesus is putting together a level playing field amen to whomsoever will can come amen there's nobody left out of Jesus's plan tonight hallelujah glory to God amen if God has to go out in the highways and hedges and get them in the field he will Hallelujah. Amen. And how many know, bless God, all of a sudden Jesus comes on the scene? How many know the promise of God had arrived? Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. I, I can preach two more hours on this. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know the answer to the sin problem had just arrived? Amen. How many know no matter what problem we have, this Jesus, this the King of kings and the Lord, he didn't come to set up his earthly kingdom. He came to set up his heavenly kingdom. Do you realize when we're asked Jesus Christ into our heart, the word of God says we're already born again. We are translated into his dear kingdom. I don't belong to this world. I belong to the kingdom of heaven. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. If you're born again and Jesus lives in your heart, Jesus is your king. The word of God is, your, is the laws that we live by. Amen. And we are living in his kingdom. We are not of this world. Amen. This world is not our home. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. But how many know the minute, church, 
the minute that they began to repent, amen, God started making the high places low and the low places high because see, in their day, you couldn't get into their churches, Todd. Amen. Some could, but most couldn't. Amen. But Jesus came and he was changing all that. Amen. Can I get an amen? How many believe Jesus is some changing some things right now? Amen. I believe there's going to be people getting saved in the streets and on the sidewalks. I believe conviction power is going to fall, bless God. I believe the Lord told me 20, 30 years ago. He said, Scott, you'll see today. I don't care. Amen. What you say about me, glory to God. I believe what God has spoken to my heart, bless God. God told me you're going to see the day that people will grab you in, in Walmart or Kmart's parking lot, Kroger's, and ask you if you know how to get to Jesus, glory to God. Can I get an Amen. And bless God, I'm, amen, I got a witness today that's at, that is already starting to happen. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Amen. You tell me God is not big enough to do it. How did God, amen, get all of those people to John's baptism? Amen. Glory to God. John didn't do that. God did that. Can I get an amen? Do you believe God can do that in our day? Do you believe that God can bring people to repentance? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, he can. Because, honey, one day God began to convict my heart of my sins. Glory to God. And I realized that there was something wrong with me. Amen. Glory to God. God got me to a church that night when I I was 17 years old. That minister preached the word that night. At the end of that service, the singers were singing, and the preacher was given an invitation. And I didn't hear nothing they were singing, nothing they were preaching, but Jesus was in my heart speaking to me, saying, Scott, he said, if you will let me, I will fix your broken life. At 17 years of age, I had a messed up life. And that night, I went to an altar. No man took me to that altar. Jesus Christ got me there. Amen, glory to God. And I cried out to Jesus and ask him to save this old sinner glory to God and honey I'm almost 61 now and it is the best decision that I have ever made in my life can I get an amen hallelujah some of y'all know what I'm talking about amen but to get it I had to repent amen we're sinners in need of a savior and all Jesus wants us to do is to say, Lord, forgive me a sinner. I need you. Amen. And do you realize at that moment, the King of kings and the Lord of lords will move into your heart. And he will set up residence on the inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And soon when he returns or if you die, you leave here before. Before the return of Jesus Christ, amen, you will go to heaven and live forever and forever. It's that easy. Amen. All we need to do is realize we're sinners in need of a Savior in what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Now, John the Baptist came preaching repentance. Amen. And they did. And when they did, the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the promise of God showed up. Amen. Now, fast forward to our day. Amen. And Jesus is getting ready to come. How many believe that? And just before he comes, the preachers, amen, should be and are going to be preaching a message of repentance. Amen. Because how many know John got a group of people ready to meet Jesus? How many know that's what we're doing tonight? 
And that's what we're called to do. Jesus is coming. We are called to preach the gospel, bless God. And that gospel is repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What do you mean, Rose? God, you better repent because Jesus is coming soon. And he is the kingdom of heaven. Can I get an amen? And you better be ready when he shows up. Amen. We had better be ready, glory to God. Not only the unsaved, but the church, bless God, had better get the crooked places made straight. And you do that through repentance. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And the closer you get in holiness, the closer you get to Jesus, the more of your faults you'll see. Amen. Amen. I got a message coming about Isaiah. Isaiah saw the... He saw the Lord high and lifted up in his train, filled the temple. You know what he started saying? Oh, my God, I'm undone. My bones are all up. When you come into the holiness of God, you see all of your stuff, all of your, amen, but be of good cheer, be of good courage. Jesus just wants to clean up the mess, and that's what he does. Amen. All you do is repent, and Jesus does the rest. Can I get it? i got to quit. Amen. Let's stand our feet and give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. John, come on and get on this. Amen. Get on this keyboard, if you would. Amen. All over this room, every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. If you're